What's going on, y'all? Thank you for joining me. You are now tuned in to Intimate Moments with Bishop. So grab your wine, grab your yak, kick your feet up, gather around. I got something I want to share with y'all. So, this is my new podcast for those who don't know. Titled Intimate Moments with Bishop. Just want to share a little of my story with y'all. You know, those those times where you really don't share with nobody else. You know what I'm saying? This story is, is kind of... So many turns and gimmicks in this story. But with further ado, let's get into it. So this is a story about me falling in love with a married woman. Now, I'm going to give y'all the backstory. So... Around this time, I was in the military. You know what I'm saying? And you come across a lot of people married, single, divorced, widowed, whatever the cause may be. So, I'm in the CLS class, Combat Lifesavers. And it's a new soldier. This is when I was stationed at Fort Drum. You know what I'm saying? Fort Drum, New York, for those who don't know, it's the North Country. So this is the time I was stationed up there and I was getting ready to get shipped out to Germany. I was a PCS, primary change station. You know what I'm saying? I was going over to Germany to, you know what I mean, reunite with my brother and my best friend that was over there at the time. So I only had about two months left in Watertown at Fort Drum. So I'm getting my certifications back right. Excuse me. So... It's a new soldier. I'm not gonna say any names for you know personal reasons, but you know what I mean. We was in this. We was at the same desk area, so we worked together a lot. You know what I'm saying? Sticking tubes in each other, taking blood, stuff like that for the course. So <clears throat> at the time, I don't know nothing about this chick. You know what I'm saying? She don't know nothing about me. It's our first time crossing paths. So. We probably into like day five or six at this point, and uh, I just come out. We go on lunch, and I'm like, "Hey, what's for lunch?" But she's like, "I don't know. I gotta see what I got in the house." But you can come over, and we can make some. So at this point, it's all just joking around. So I go to her house or whatever. Get there. She make me something to eat. You know what I'm saying? So we have lunch. <clears throat> we talked a little bit, a couple minutes or so. So we head back to post. So my boy at the time, JL, <clears throat> we went out on the weekends to the spot called Maggie's on the River. <clears throat> my guy Tom owned it, Tom Schultz. Shout out to you. So we go down and um, we in the course. So I'm like, yo, what you doing tonight? She's like, nothing is not really nothing to do. I'll probably just stay home. So I'm so I tell her. I'm like, well, this Friday, mind you, this was on Wednesday or Thursday. So I'm like, this Friday after class or whatever, we graduate, get our certificates or whatever, we gonna go out to the spot Maggie. So she's like, okay, I could I could dig that. So Friday rolls around. We get dismissed. 
You know what I'm saying? Me and JL, <clears throat> we playing pool or whatever. So he's like, yo, y'all want to roll to Maggie? So I'm like, yeah, we about, to, we about to do that. So I hit her up. I'm like, yo, we about to go out to Maggie's. Uh, if you want to come, it's cool. So she was like, all right, I'll meet y'all there. So me and my boy JL, we take my truck to Maggie's that night. She meets there with her car. So <clears throat> we get there. We having a good time. You know what I mean? The vibes was on 100. <clears throat> Everybody chilling. You know what I mean? Drinking, listening to music, conversating. It was just a whole vibe. So me and her, we did a little flirting. And everybody who knows me knows I don't. I don't uh, dance or nothing at clubs. I don't like the whole getting sweaty thing. So, me and her, we danced a little bit. She got me, she got me to dance. So we dancing a little bit. We flirting. I mean, so we all hugged up on each other. I mean, the vibes is there. I mean, it's just it was just a natural connection. I mean, when people say that energies can be felt, that's that's the real thing. You know what I'm saying it's, it definitely was real. So, the night coming to an end is about two something at this point. So, uh, she like, well, I don't want to drive home. So, I'm like, what you want to do? So, she was like, I can come to your place and you can just take me home in the morning. So, I'm like, all right, cool. Mind you, I rode there with my boy JL. We took my truck there. So... And at the time, I stayed about, you could say, 15 or 20 minutes away from the club or whatever. So I'm like, yo, JL, just uh, take my truck and uh, I'll come get it from you in the morning. So he was like, oh, word. I'm like, nah, it's not like that. We just go back to the crib and chill and I mean, talk a little bit more or whatever. So JL took my truck and went back to post and... um. We had her car, so we drive up to my house. So we get out to my place, so we stayed up to about 4.30, 5 o'clock, just talking, vibing. I mean, it was surreal, you know what I'm saying? So at the time, <clears throat> she told me she was married, but uh, at the same time, I was married, but I was going through a divorce, and her relationship was a little iffy, you know what I'm saying? So... You know what I'm saying? We vibing, we talking, and we just connected physically. You know what I'm saying? So, we in the living room. We chilling. So, I'm like, all right, we about to jump in the bed or whatever. So, I gave her a towel and some shorts to take a shower. I took a shower afterwards or whatever. So, we sleep in the same bed that met together, but we didn't do nothing. You know what I'm saying? But that morning... I guess you could say that morning when the sun was coming up, we was we was in the bed and I don't know if y'all it ever happened to y'all, but we naturally just start cuddling and sleeping up under each other or whatever. Mind you, she's tiny, like I'm five eleven, she's probably five one, if that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So we was snuggled up and stuff while we were sleeping in. Um so she rolled over and she's facing me, and I opened my eyes because she moved, and it like kind of woke me up. And the sun was up, so I had a little uh, chandelier slash see-through roof 
portion in my room. So the sun's beaming right on the bed. So she's like, good morning. So I'm like, good morning to you too. So mind you, it's like a scene off of a movie, but it's, it really happened. So I just kissed her. And then like, she just looked at me. So then she started kissing me back. So we, uh, we make out for a little bit. And mind you, I sleep in my boxes. So I'm already into my boxes and she has a little shirt on or whatever. And um, we kiss her. So we naturally move into the intimate phase, the sex phase. And I mean, we, we, start, we start the process or whatever. So we're doing it and and she tells me, she, I'll never forget it, she goes, I'm not supposed to be doing this, this wrong, we both married. So, and my response was, I know, but it feels so right. So, once I said that, we just got into it, you know what I'm saying? So, we do that, I mean, after that, get up, take a shower, eat breakfast, and, um, I'm like, yo, drive me on post so I can get my truck. So we drive back to post, and uh, I go get my truck for my boy JL or whatever. So she was like, come over to my place later. So um, later that day, I went back to her place. So she's telling me about the details of her marriage and everything. So I'm telling her about mine also. So at the time, her husband was actually in basic training. You know what I'm saying? So... Um, she was by herself or whatever, and my wife was in Florida, you know what I'm saying? I was going through the process of a divorce already. It wasn't no bad divorce. It was just something we mutually agreed to because I was leaving to go to Germany. So, uh, we talking more, and we just kicking it around the house, and we just vibing, like, our bond was, our bond was on 100 from day one. No lie. So, um, we vibing in the house, whatever. <clears throat> no, I mean, we cooking together, we doing this. So, I find myself staying in her house more and more and more and more, whatever. So, uh, the close people who know was close, they knew we was messing around or whatever, but nobody ever said anything. You know what I'm saying? So, once our NCOs found out about it, they're like, well, y'all just got to be careful. You know what I'm saying? Y'all know the army don't tolerate that. And uh, <clears throat> adultery and stuff. So, we're like, we got this. We're just friends. They can't do nothing to us. So, you know what I'm saying? We spent a lot of time together. I mean, every day we went to work. We left work. Um, and since I was on my way out, you know what I mean? I gave up the lease to my apartment. So, um, I was staying with her. So, um, we was like, literally, we did everything together. Like, I can't make this up. We did everything together outside of work. You know what I'm saying? So, um, she hit me. She was like, so, what are we? So, I'm like, you know, honestly speaking, we two married people still. So, you know what I mean? She's 
contemplating divorce because she felt like she was forced into her situation or whatever. But, um, so we just chilling, vibing. And, um, at the time I played for the semi-pro football team, the Revolution, and she would come to all my games. Like, we just, like, <clears throat> she came to all my, all my games. You know what I'm saying? We rode there <clears throat> late at night, came back. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, like, our physical connection was just so powerful. Like, when I say our sex was amazing, our sex was ridiculous. Like, it's like, like, I know if people watch me on social media, I make a lot of jokes about eating pussy and all this other stuff, but I rarely ever, ever do. Like, I was... This chick had me open, yo. Like I was, I was wide open. <clears throat> it was just the power of our energies connecting, or whatever. So one day, <clears throat> her husband, I mean, for some reason, he felt like she was cheating on him, whatever. He always had insecurities. So, um, and she at this time she had told her mom about. It me and her and everything and her mom was and she told her mom that she had loved me and stuff like that because it happened that fast or whatever so her mom straight up told her she was like I, you you can't control who you love you know what I'm saying just be careful on how you go about it that's what her mom told her that's my good hoka in the background y'all hear me smoking <coughs> so you know what I'm saying so, we go shopping to buy this little, this little stand to go in front of the couches, right? So, um, we're putting this stand together, <coughs> and, <coughs> excuse me, so we're putting this stand together, and, you know, her phone is, you know what I mean? We're sitting on the phone on the couch, but we're not really paying attention to it. So, mind you, we're talking for probably a good 30 to 45 minutes. Like, we were just, like, talking about random stuff. And then we was talking about having sex. Like, this is the type of relationship we had to where we would talk about everything. So, we were just talking about sex and what we wanted to do and what we're gonna do to each other and we were on the phone literally for like I mean we were talking for literally up to 45 minutes so we was like alright let's go upstairs and have sex when we said that we stood up and her phone was on the whole time and her husband was on the other line <laughs> I can't make this up so we look at the phone and we was like, no way, no way that's possible. So she hang up the phone. <clears throat> so he calls it back like five to six times, right? So I'm like, yo, you gotta answer the phone. <laughs> so, um, so boom, she finally answers the phone. They get into an argument. Mind you, at this point, he had already cheated on her or whatever. That's why she was iffy on their relationship. So, uh, she answered the phone and they argued for like a good 10 minutes or whatever. So, they hung up the phone. So, you know what I mean? She was upset. So, we 
we took a drive, you know what I'm saying? We came back to the house, had a couple drinks or whatever. And then we went upstairs and had sex anyway. You know what I'm saying? We just had to get her out that frustration mode or whatever. <clears throat> so, um, he starts calling her chain of command, her chain of command, and start asking me and her questions or whatever. Mind you, her NCOs already know about it. Most people in the company already knew about it, but they, but people don't blow other people's spots up or whatever. So, you know, um, they spoke to us separately and they just told us to, you know, what everybody else been saying is be careful how y'all go about this. That's basically what everybody said from the top down. So, uh, cause they both knew both our situations that both going through divorces or whatever. So, um, <clears throat> so time passes by and I'm with this chick, you know what I'm saying? So her husband finds me on Facebook somehow and he starts writing me or whatever. And, um, I'm like, yo, I really don't got nothing to say to you. I mean, you know who I am, this and this, this and that. I don't got no beef with you. It's not personal. That's what I tried to tell him from Jump Street or whatever. So he just kept <clears throat> inboxing me mad, dumb e emails about you, you ain't shit. You fuck with another dude, chick. She's married. He's going to make sure I lose my rank. Like, he was just going all in. Like, the guy was going hard. Mind you, this is a dude who had cheated on her or whatever. So, at, at this time, I done had enough. So, I'm like, I wrote him back. Like, you know what? You're right. Yes, I am sleeping with your wife. Yes, me and your wife are together. Yes, I'm in the house. So, I just go off on him. You know what I'm saying? So, he flips shit. He loses his shit. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> he tries to save that message and send it to the chain of command. But the chain of command already know what's hit, what it's hitting for, you know? So, <clears throat> so, she like, <clears throat> you shouldn't have said that. He's going to be even more upset now. So, I'm like, at this point... What you want me to say? You know what I'm saying? Like, <clears throat> you say you love me. I say I love you. you know I mean, you telling people you're in love with me. I'm telling people I'm in love with you. It's just something that <clears throat> we got to decide what we're going to do, you know? So, she's like, yeah, I understand that. So, it's the Saturday, a Saturday roll around. And it's getting closer and closer to me getting ready to leave to go to Germany. So she's like, I really don't want you to leave. I'm going to miss you so much. She's like, I'm going to miss you so much. I don't think you should leave. So I was like, let's go go-kart. So we went to the go-kart. So I was by the house at the time. And um, she's like, let's make a bet. So I'm like, all right, what's the bet? So she like, if I win, you don't go to Germany. But if you win, you gotta go. So I'm like, all right, we could uh, we could do that, you know. So the plan was no lie, the plan was to move to Mexico, 
We just go lead an army and go to Mexico. No bullshit. This is dead ass. So we do the race and she won. So she was like, well, you can't go to Germany now. You got to stay here. So I'm like, you know, I'm all for that. <clears throat> so we, 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 we finally understand uh, that it's inevitable. I got to go, you know, but it sounded good, right? So I boom, she drive me to the airport. You know what I'm saying? And she she stays with me at the airport until it's time for me to go to my gate or whatever. You know, we both cried. She cried the whole way home or whatever. So I'm talking to her on the phone while she's driving and um while I'm waiting on the airplane to take off or whatever. So I finally take off and um boom, I get to Germany. <clears throat> so when I got to Germany, I mean we talk often. You know what I'm saying? And um, so we stayed talking, but we never we never made that attempt to reconnect or whatever. Because at this time, my husband was out of basic training. They sent him to Fort Drum. He was there. They was going through their shit or whatever. So, I mean, I don't want to say it faded away because it never really did, but the feelings and stuff was still there, you know. So, boom. I want to say two years go by, me and her, we talk on and off. So, boom. I'm uh, getting ready for deployment in Germany. And one of my deployment, this deployment, I was going to Afghanistan. So, one of my, uh, the retention NCO, he comes to me. He was cool people. We always joked around, so... You're like, hey, Riley, when you get a chance, uh, stop at my office. Um, I need you to pick up your orders. You're going back to Fort Drum. <clears throat> so at this point, I thought he was lying because I just left Fort Drum two years ago. I'm like three weeks from deployment, and you trying to tell me that. No, I was two weeks from deployment. You're trying to tell me I'm going back to Fort Drum. So I'm like, yeah. So a week go by, and he comes to my officer like yo I was so serious you really had to get these orders so he gives me the orders <clears throat> I'm going back to Fort Drum the same exact unit they sent me from so um I emailed her cause she worked in the human resources department I was like yo am I on orders to Fort Drum she was like yeah you are so um <clears throat> She's talking to me, and she calls my office over in Germany, and she's like, uh, yeah, I got to tell you this now, that uh, her and her husband are still together. So she goes, I was sitting at my desk typing up your orders to come back to Fort Drum, and he saw your name, and he asked, was that you? So I'm like, wow. So he knew I was coming back, too. <clears throat> so... He, she, her response was, well, his exact words was, that's not the same Riley from before, is it? And she was like, yeah, that's him. So he flips shit in the office or whatever. He leaves. He's mad at her now because she's typing up my orders for me to come back to Fort Drum. So he goes through his whole little spill or whatnot. You know what I'm saying? So, um, <clears throat> boom. I'm on my way back to Fort Drum. I want to say a month later, 
And when I get there, I send her a couple emails. We don't call, we don't talk on the phone, and I send her a couple emails, you know, business related. Nothing, it was never personal, it was always business. So this time I was working in the S4 shop, the logistical area. So I'm like, yo, um, stop by my office, we can go out for lunch. So she was like, all right, cool. Mind you, I haven't seen her in almost two and a half years at this point. And we've only talked about business. It was always about the army. It was never personal. So at this time, I'm thinking the feelings and everything would have faded away. You know what I'm saying? So she, um, she comes to the office and I just look at her. She's looking at me, and we're just sitting there talking. It was all, it was all, it was all, it was professional. We was in uniform. We was in the office in the battalion building. So she's in my office. I'm like, you look good. So we talk a little bit more. So I was like, yo, let's let's go grab lunch. So me and her, we went on post, and we grabbed some lunch or whatever, and uh, we just talked some more, and we just talked about us really, and then um. You know, we went our separate ways. You know, she went to work, I went back to work or whatever. So we talked on and on, on and off a couple more times, but we never made an attempt to hook up or link up or anything like that. You know what I'm saying? So <clears throat> I want to say within the first month of me being back at Fort Drum, her husband was a chaplain's assistant, but he fell under my... Uh, command. So <clears throat> I get an email saying pick up this package from the uh, SSA and uh, I go get this big box of books. It was Bibles or prayer books or whatever they were. So I'm looking to see who has to come pick them up. This guy has to come to my office to sign for these books from me for his chaplain. So, um, my boy who knew who he was, he was like, oh man, let's see how this goes. Like, it's nothing gonna happen. I'm in the brigade building. What's gonna happen? So, mind you, and I outranked him at the time. So, he, I, was, I sent him an email. I'm like, hey, sorry, Riley, when you get a chance, come to my office, sign for your packages. So, he was like, Roger that. So, he comes to my office and he walks in. And he just looks at me. So I look at him. So I'm like, anything you want to talk about while you're here? Because, you know, he was, he was, he, he sent all his good threats up, all his hoorahs and I'm going to do this. He, 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 he sent all the dry threats up. So I'm like, if you don't get it off your chest now, I'm not ever going to try to hear you out again. So he's like, it's not a sign. I'm over it. So I'm like, you sure? As, as, as that conversation he was like yeah I'm sure so he signed for his books went away I saw him a few more times after that but he, we, it was never no words or anything you know so um, after that after after that um, I believe I got out the army I got out the army about six months later or whatever and she was getting out also, but she was going OCS, Officer Candidate School. So me and her, we talked on and off while she was in school. You know what I mean? Making sure her classes and everything was going straight. 
You know what I mean? And we, and we, we always relapsed about us, you know. It's like, um, we've always had, we've always had a terrific connection. You know what I'm saying? It was, it's always, um, we was always able to keep everything kosher, you know. And it was always cool. We always talk about how we love each other, how we're always gonna love each other, have that love for each other, should I say. And um, we talk on and off to this day, you know? But um, that's the chick, first chick that really had me open, open, you know, that I was actually deeply in love with. So I just wanted to share that with y'all, you know? It's more to the story that I could tell. I mean, I can go on for days and hours about this, but I'm not, you know what I'm saying? But one thing I come to realize is you love who you love. It's not something that you can control. You might think you can control it, but in all actuality, once the heart makes his mind up, the brain and the body must follow, you know? Some people might think that's not true. Some people might think it is, but listen, when you got a natural vibe, energy with somebody, it's best to just follow it, you know, because you could push some things away just for it to resurface. Some things in life are inevitable. We cross people all the time. Do we know who will win? No, we don't. You gotta take things for face value. You know what I'm saying? So, that was what I got for y'all today. This is a 30-minute episode. All other episodes will be an hour long. I'm going to have a couple guests and everything. But thank y'all for tuning in for Intimate Moments with Bishop. Peace.